money, put a little raise in. While Max is fixing that, let me just quickly take you a quick run through of what we're doing today. Um, so me and Max did, we each created our own list for, um, each, we each made a top 10 list for, um, the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs for all the active players in the league. There you go. It's better now. Um, and what Max was did so brilliantly was he averaged out our list. So we now have like, um, I'm not sure what the word would be, but we basically have a consensus, if you will, in terms an of... Aggregate, the, an aggregate list. An aggregate, that's the word, an aggregate list of kind of where they are based on what we kind of decided. Also, yeah. because these are aggregate from two people lists, they're going to be ties. A lot of ties. A lot so just, of just ties. Be, and a lot of... Yeah. 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 And uh, one more thing, we did not look at stats for this at we all. We did not. These are, these are personal views. We had no, we didn't look at stats. We didn't collaborate on these lists at all. Max, why don't you give us your honorable mention for the quarterback list? Uh, for me, uh, I think uh, looking at your list is the same, but it's the guy that just, just missed the top 10. It's Kirk yeah. Cousins of the Minnesota mm -hmm. Vikings. I think he's one of the most underrated right now just because he throws such a good football. And it, it just, it goes unnoticed. Maybe he's not the best at reading. Uh, reading defenses, maybe he's not the most mobile, but he's he's that pure pocket passer that we saw in the 80s and the 90s. He he throws the ball really well. He he gets the ball to where it needs to be, and overall, he deserves to be in this in this top 15 area somewhere. And I really really wanted to put him in the top 10. I just couldn't. No, I agree. Um, and I think the only point I can add to that is just. There's a lot of really good quarterbacks in the league nowadays. Um, it's a really good time to be a quarterback in the NFL, and just he, he, this is a situation where he just wasn't good enough to top the guys that are else in, that are also in the league. Um, so then I'll go with my honorable mention. Um, this one I had a lot of I had a lot of this one. Sorry, the one the one I'm actually going to say I actually did not put on my list, but thinking about it after. He probably should be on this list, and that's Matthew Stafford because I have been on the Matthew, Stand Matthew Stafford bandwagon for basically since we started doing this podcast just because I used to be a Matthew Stafford hater in the sense that he was making a lot of money and the Lions weren't really that competitive, and I didn't really look at the stats or anything because if I did, I'd probably shut my trap. But anyways, um, Matthew <laughs> Stafford is just another one of those guys who is on a pretty mediocre team but if you actually take the time to look at his numbers his passing yards his completion percentage his overall stats as a passing quarterback they're actually very very solid and again this is in my opinion it's very similar to Kirk Cousins in the sense that his contract almost kind of hamp uh diminishes value to the fan base because as soon as they he kind of signed this big contract people had these really high expectations for him which which isn't really fair given that he was carrying his 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 side his end of the bargain, which again, uh, and again, I really just wanted to kind of give Matthew Stafford some love, even though I didn't on my on my top <laughs> ten list on my list. But um, yeah, so Matthew Stafford is going to be my honorable mention. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen our past episodes, but Simon's been going off about Matthew Stafford 
He's so. gonna she's gonna be on my fantasy team soon, by the way, everyone. Maybe I'll live stream it and I'll put it on our YouTube on our Instagram yeah. page or something. That would be sick. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. That's really on brand for Simon. So uh, <laughs> yeah. let's move on let's move on to number ten. And this is a guy we both put at number ten. And this could be considered to be controversial because obviously this name is a very polarizing name right now. But yep. we put him here anyways, no shame. Tom Brady is number ten. Uh, I think it's absolutely reasonable to have him at number ten. In the top 10, absolutely, somewhere. I think it's absolutely fine to have him here. He is the smartest quarterback in the NFL right now. Maybe you could say Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers is, but I think it's Tom Brady, to be honest. Mm-hmm. He he's There's no quarterback better against his own defense than Tom Brady, probably ever. He just shreds defenses in that death-by-a-million-cuts kind of way. He's not he's not mobile at all. If, there's, if yeah. that offensive line if the pocket breaks down he's absolutely screwed but he gets the ball off so quickly and he can throw the ball relatively accurately at least in that short range that he's going to he's going to feast with chris godwin in the middle and i've i've been kind of down on that buccaneers offense in the past but knowing chris godwin being will probably be in the slot and him being successful in the slot i think tom brady will be fine there and he still has it to a certain extent so i'm okay with that Yeah, and again, I agree with everything. You, I agree with everything you said. Um, Tom Brady's a great quarterback, but he's also not anywhere near his prime. The guy, the guy is like what forty years old. I think like for turning forty two. Like like forty three. Fa- yeah. Yeah, forty two, forty three. The fact he's even in the top ten is actually probably being a bit generous, if anything. I mean, just given that his transition to the Buccaneers probably isn't going to be as smooth as everyone um, thinks it's going to be. But uh, moving on to number nine, again, this is a guy we both had at number nine, and this is the one move I actually made that I was mentioning before. Um, Drew Brees is at, we both put Drew Brees at number nine. My The points you made about Drew, about um, Tom Brady to me, are kind of what I, how I feel about Drew Brees now after reflecting on it. Um, initially, I was going to put Drew Brees at number six, I believe, behind Aaron Rodgers. Or actually, it might have been above Aaron Rodgers. I can't really remember, but... Part of that decision was just basically just solely based on the fact that Drew Brees has a ridiculously stacked offense this year. If you're looking at, uh, especially when they have play of the players like Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, like this New New Orleans Saints are ridiculous. For, are are going to probably going to be one of the best teams in the NFL this year, if we're being completely honest. But Drew Brees just isn't the same quarterback he was in his prime, and that's completely normal considering how old he is. But Again, he's like Tom, it's just like Tom Brady, where he's not exactly in his prime. He can still sling the ball down the field. I mean, maybe not as well as he used to, but he still obviously has great offensive options with um, Michael Thomas and now he, the the brand new wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders. So I mean, he's gonna have. I think he statistically he's gonna have a very good year. But if we, but as we go on on the list, I think what you're gonna find is that he's just not as offensively gifted right now like talent wise as the guys that are above him on the list physically with with brady and breeze both these guys have physically regressed a lot over the last few years and uh i think it's fair to put them both here because they're both incredible leaders and incredibly Mm -hmm. smart and they can make their reads in that short to intermediate passing game and they both have offenses that can you know compensate for that short to intermediate game but Mm -hmm. the guys above here also have those abilities, maybe not the intelligence but those, and the experience, but those abilities, and they, have, they haven't regressed. If anything, some of them are kind of really on the come up here. So we're going to talk about those guys. But first, so it's a three-way tie for seventh place. Mm-hmm. 
uh, or sixth place, I, I guess. The, the average ranking for each of them were seven. I think we had we both had two guys. We had one guy both ranked seven, and we had both yeah. had one guy at sixth and at eighth. So mm-hmm. at the end, averaged out to seventh. I'm just going to talk about one of the guys, the guy that I guess is more physically regressing, more along the lines of Brady and Breeze, and that's Matt Ryan, if you can even say that, because the guy can mm-hmm. really sling the ball so well. He has a great arm. And that's really shown, like fantasy-wise, he's he's a monster. He always has been. This is not a fantasy list by any means. I don't know why people are low on him. I really don't. He's a great leader. He's got really good athleticism. He's not mobile, but he can throw the ball really well. And he's got good smarts. He's got a good processor. And he's been around for a long time. So with those things in mind and the mum- the numbers he's put up over the last few years, I I have no problem putting him at number eight. Absolutely none. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I love Matt Ryan. I still do. And again, I'm in, I'm in the same boat as you are. As I don't really understand why people are so low on him. Um, maybe it's just the fact that since Kyle Shanahan's left the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons offense hasn't really been the same. But still, Matt Ryan is still a great quarterback. And now I'm going to kind of go into a guy that we both had at number seven, and that's Dak Prescott. And everyone kind of understands what the situation right now is with Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. But... In my opinion, this is another really undervalued quarterback just because over the last couple of years, the Dallas Cowboys have an exact have, a, have had a pretty stacked offense with Ezekiel Elliott, um, getting Amari Cooper. This year is probably going to be even more stacked now that they drafted C.D. Lamb. It looks like he's going to be, and it looks like based on what I was reading, he's probably going to be the new slot wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. And because of that, people don't really give a lot of love to uh, don't really give a love to Dak give a lot of love to Dak Prescott. And if you kind of look at his numbers, it kind of doesn't really bother me. But like, um, like last year he had he had uh, just over 4,900 uh, passing yards, which is absolutely ridiculous. Given that people don't really talk about this guy as, a, as being a great passing quarterback, at least I don't think so. He had a QBR of 99 points. Uh, yeah, he had a QBR of 99.7. 65.1 catching uh, completion percentage, which again is, at least in my opinion, very solid. He's right around near 70%, which I think if you look at a lot of the other quarterbacks in the league, that's going to be it's above average. And I, and I think um, this is another guy that I think needs to kind of be recognized as maybe not the like in the elite tier, but he's probably head manning or near the top of the uh, quarterback tier that's like not franchise, leading elite start, elite sorry, elite quarterback, but uh, like a very, very, very solid starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that if they do end up getting rid of him, that's going to be a mistake for the Dallas Cowboys, a big one. Absolutely, he knows the offense really well. He runs the offense really well. I mean, mm-hmm. considering how many big characters there are in that offense Ezekiel Elliott he used to have Des Bryant now he has Amari Cooper and now he's mm-hmm. got even more receivers there and a, a good offensive line uh, that and a coach coaches that have been very demanding the fact that he's really been able to stay afloat in this offense and really have them playing at a high level it's it's pretty impressive and I think there's a, a correlation to be said about how often he kind of slings the rock around and shares the ball with guys like Zeke and Amari Cooper and how well the team does Mm-hmm. I think he seemed to be padding a lot, his own stats a lot more last year, and I don't think that was reflecting in team success last year. But in past years, when they have been successful, like two years ago and in 2016, 
when they went 13 and three, when he was really sharing the ball a lot and he won rookie of the year, of course, that reflected that the team was playing really well. So I think if they can go back to that, that kind of team football, especially on the offense, which they seem mm-hmm. to be doing that because CD lambs there now, right. I think if they can get back to something like that, it'll be, it'll be impressive to say the least. And Dak Prescott will, his play will reflect that. That was a bit of a rant. I don't know how much sense that made, but hopefully you guys watching that can make sense of it. Yep. Uh, this is a guy I had number six and Simon had number eight. He's the last guy in our tie. It's another guy from the division, Carson Wentz, who I love. I think he's absolutely insane. He carried the Eagles last year. There's no way around that. He carried them They're, They don't make the playoffs with all the injuries they had to the receivers mm-hmm. and the secondary. They don't make the playoffs with Carson Wentz. He put up some insane stats. He broke some records about th- th- amount of th- uh, passing yards with you know, a number of receivers not hitting like 500 yards receiving. Like he was, he was playing with, with practice squad guys for the most part. And he was incredible. And that for me just solidified his spot on the cusp of the top five. He Mm -hmm. gets a bad rap for being often injured and not throwing the ball really well. But as far as he's, he's only had really two injuries in his career, that big ACL tear when he should have won MVP in 2017. And last year when he got, when he got hit dirty by Jadavion Clowney in one of the first plays of the game in the playoffs. Aside from that, he's, he's been available and he's been there. He's one of the best mobile threats in the league at quarterback. People don't really recognize that, but man, he can run. And I should direct you to that, that little run he made where he escaped a sure sack against the Redskins in 2017 and made it to like a 15, 20 yard gain. He, he's special. He has, he's probably one of the best deep ball ball throwers on this list. If we're being completely honest right now, he can throw anywhere really well. And he has those safety blankets now with Deshaun Jackson deep and Zach Ertz everywhere else on the field and a good offensive line. So offensive. Yeah. Yeah. The pieces, the pieces are there and he has Mm -hmm. the ability to be this big time threat in the offense. So I love Carson Wentz and that's why I have him above Dak Prescott or I had him above Dak Prescott and Matt Ryan. If, if Carson Wentz was able to stay on the football field, like a bit more often there's no doubt in my mind i would have had him at number six like you but the health to me is just a little bit a little bit too concerning um now moving on to someone who i don't think really needs any introduction here he's probably going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game that's mr aaron Rodgers of the green bay packers um there's not really much i need to say here um i don't think he's a he's still a really great quarterback not, I don't think he's really in his prime anymore. Or if he isn't, he's or if he is, he's just. He, I think he's towards the end of his prime. He's still very good. Like he, there's no question about it. Aaron Rodgers is still a, an extremely good, uh, an ex- still an extremely good quarterback. Um, four thousand passing yards, sixty, just over sixty-two percent, uh, complete, uh, completion percentage, ninety-five point four quarterback rating. Which again. Uh, it's not elite. Sorry, it's sorry. That's pretty, pretty. It's pretty, pretty damn good. Pretty. Yeah, pretty, a little bit. He's all right. He's a. He's an okay. He's an okay player. Green but Bay's think, happy. Green Bay's okay. They're all right. They're content. Yeah. No, but I think if you just kind of look, I think the thing that makes it more impressive is look at the wide receiver core they have, with Vonta Adams really being the only what the what feels like Vonta Adams being what feels like the only competent receiver. Along with Devin Funchess, like it's not well, Devin, like 
it's just not that great. And I think I think the fact that he hasn't really had that many great passing targets within the last couple of years makes his numbers all that more impressive. Um, but I think this is a guy when we're looking at along with Drew Brees and Tom Brady. I know he's a bit younger, but it looks like he's probably going to age a bit better than Tom Brady and Drew Brees. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but just if you look at him right now, it looks like he's probably going to be able to play for, I would say, probably about the same amount of time as Drew Brees and Tom Brady. And it looks like he's probably going to be able to kind of play better when he's a bit older, which, again, which I think is huge for Aaron Rodgers. He definitely has the intelligence. He's he's definitely one of the smartest quarterbacks ever, let alone right now. And accuracy-wise, he's getting a little bit worse than that. He's missing easy throws, but not as often as other quarterbacks on this list do. He's still a very, very capable quarterback, both in the short and intermediate game and also in the deep game. He's still really good at that. Him and Devontae Adams have amazing chemistry in the deep game, and that's that's the reason I have him here at number five is that he can he's still good enough to make those big plays, whereas Drew Brees and Tom Brady, you'll rarely see them passing for longer than 15, 20 yards. Aaron Rodgers can still do that. He can still throw the ball as many times as he did when he was younger. And mm-hmm. maybe he want maybe the quality is not not there. But if you look at everybody, all the other quarterbacks in the league, he still not only stacks up but exceeds most of them with his intelligence, his processor, but also his athleticism and his ability to make plays. It's all there. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on to a guy that does kind of exemplify the things I just listed. The guy that we both have at number four is Deshaun Watson, and yep. he he is he is a big play player. I don't want to say more so than anybody else on this list because we're we're about to get into the really big play guys. But Deshaun Watson has that that capacity to make those big plays, as we saw against the Bills at the end. He he has this I, I don't know what exactly to call it, this willpower to do to do incredible things when it comes down to it. More so than any other quarterback besides maybe Patrick Mahomes. He's incredibly clutch. He's smart enough to to propel his athleticism, his arm and his legs to the stratosphere, to be this top five quarterback in the league. His brain is good enough to to get him here. And if you just watch him play, even back in his rookie season, if you watched him play, you'd know this guy's got so much potential. He can do so many great things. He can carry a team. He hasn't had to yet, but he might have to this year. He mm-hmm. might really have to put the offense on his back this year. But I don't know if there's anybody else in the league that can do that the way Deshaun Watson can, besides maybe Russell Wilson, who we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah, then again, you I think you nailed it. Uh, Deshaun Watson's got ice. He's got ice in his veins. He's remarkably clutch. Just watch, like, And if you haven't really watched it already... I would take if you. I would take a look at Deshaun Watson's uh, highlights from when he was at Clemson University. Uh, this guy was clutch even in even in university. This guy is ridiculous, um, and I think this is another one of the extremely young, bright stars that the NFL is coming up at quarterback, along with some of the guys that we've coming up on this list. Anyways, um, we'll go into number three. At least, at least the guy I had. I had number three. So this is another place where me and Max had a tie. And I put Russell Russell Wilson at number three, and this was really tough for me. It really was because I had a really hard time deciding whether I wanted to put Lamar Jackson at three 
RF1, I put Russell Wilson at three. And at the end of the day, I decided on Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's still a really good running back. Sorry. Yeah, apparently Russell Wilson plays running back now. No, but <laughs> Russell Wilson is a very good quarterback. He passes the ball. He's a quarterback. But, um, no, like he's extremely talented, especially for his size. Um, and especially with um, D- DK Metcalf having another year to kind of develop. He's If you look at Russell Wilson's statistics, he's probably going to have a bit more of a a bit of a better statistical year, which I think is going to be huge for him. But just watching the way he can sling the ball and also kind of watching him in the pocket, being able to kind of, in my opinion, Russell Wilson sees the game probably better than a lot of the other quarterbacks in the league. And I think that um, he's, it feels like at times he can be a very good escape artist in the pocket. Maybe that's just recency bias or I'm remembering it wrong, but it just feels like Russell Wilson's an extremely good passer, especially with someone that high, for someone who's a bit shorter. Uh, and he just he has an arm. Like he, this is a guy who can still sling the ball down the field despite kind of getting up there in age. He's not super old or anything. He's not like he's not like Aaron Rodgers or. Uh, Drew Brees or Tom Brady, but he's still he's still a really good really good quarterback who has a lot to offer. I agree. And if you asked me who the most accurate quarterback in the intermediate to long range game is right now, I'd have a hard time putting anybody over Russell Wilson. To be completely honest, mm-hmm. if you look at his body of work from the last seven years, he's he's consistently hitting those deep targets. He is so mm-hmm. good at that, which. Again, it goes into the fact that I, I give him a lot of credit for breaking the mold as this mobile quarterback, this this mm-hmm. guy who has those physical tools to make make defenses try to contain and have to worry about what he's going to do, but also has the ability to just stay in, stay in the pocket for as long as he needs and make that deep throw if he needs to, make the short throw, make the play, making right. the play. That's that's what Russell Wilson has done his entire career. Just make the play, mm-hmm. and he consistently does it. You can't even call it clutch. Like no one calls him clutch because he doesn't. He does it all the time. Right. And so that's the thing about Russell Wilson. And he's smart mm-hmm. too. He's a really smart quarterback. You, he is. You can't forget about that. That's why I have him at number two. Just pure passer wise, he's got to be up there. And yep. the guy that you have at number two and number three, I'm I'm happy you left him for me as the Ravens fan to yeah, talk about yep. Lamar Jackson. Uh, he is the greatest double threat of all time. There's mm-hmm. there's no way there's no way around that in terms of passing and rushing there's no quarterback that's ever done what he has what he's just done in his second year in the league and mm-hmm. the, you got to you got to take note of that he he's up here but not for those conventional reasons that uh, as mm-hmm. far as ranking quarterback goes because his his threat really does come from his legs yeah although if you really watch him play on a game to game basis I will say that especially deep he gets really giddy with those deep balls he throw mm-hmm. he overthrows his targets which i mean if you're throwing deep it's better to overthrow than underthrow but he mm-hmm. he's got a cannon for an arm and he's still he's still working on it which is the mm-hmm. crazy part of me that he is a top five pure passing top 10 top probably top five throwing quarterback in the nfl but he has those physical attributes and he's getting better a lot better Right. So that's that's why I have him here, that he he's he's able to build this this great rapport with receivers like Mark Andrews, who's not who, honestly decent without him. Mark Andrews yeah. is a top 
four tight end in the league because of Lamar Jackson. And Marquise Hollywood Brown is going to get amazing use as that gadget guy that can come on the end around or he could go deep for you. Lamar Jackson could hit him. And I think with time, they're going to build this really great, this great bond, kind of like Rodgers and Adams. And it's, it's, it's going to look amazing. Yeah. And again, I agree. Um, I agree. Um, and all the read things that you just said are exactly why I had to put up number two. Um, the fact that he has all the physical attributes, like the, the fact he has a cannon for an arm, the fact that he's, he's one of, if not the greatest double threat of all time. Um, the, like, to me, I think the rushing's not going to change. He's going to be an extremely good rushing quarterback until maybe he gets a bit older and he kind of breaks down a bit, maybe. But the big thing to me is just his arm. Um, that's really, to me, the only thing I was really holding him that really had me questioning whether or not he was a number two. But I think what I kind of came to grips with is that the fact that he's overthrowing is actually probably a good thing because what that shows us is that he actually has the strength to throw the ball down the field. And if you can actually work on getting his throws to be a bit more accurate, which I think he, which I think he has in this off season, I think he, there's a really good chance that even in his passing numbers, we're going to see a huge increase, which again is going to, which is going to, it's going to help him a lot. Obviously, I mean, I don't think there's really any point in me saying that. But again, and then if you haven't figured out who number one is already, it's Patrick Mahomes. There's not really any way around that. Uh, Mr. Blue Shell, Mr. Resident Blue Shell. He's um. This is probably the only other guy I would think you could put ahead of Deshaun Watson in the clutch factor at quarterback. Um, we saw it twice in the last playoffs with the Super Bowl, where they basically came back against the 49ers and said, "Nah, fuck you, San Francisco. We're taking the chip." And then also against, also against Deshaun Watson's Texans, they were down 20. Eight to nothing. Like just Patrick Mahomes can do it all. He he doesn't quite rush as well as Lamar Jackson does with the ball, but he's got a really he got a cannon for an arm. He's remarkably accurate, and the guy's still ridiculously young, which means that he could still be his trajectory is still probably going up. We haven't seen we probably haven't seen the best Patrick Mahomes yet, which is incredibly scary. Especially for teams like the Chargers, the Raiders, the Broncos, who have to play the the, the Chiefs like several times a year. Um, but yeah, this is a guy who I think we're pro- like we're probably going to be talk we're we're talking about as probably being the face of the NFL for the at the very least the, the next decade as he he's going to be playing for the Chiefs for that long. But yeah, again, to me this is an absolute no brainer. Patrick Mahomes is your number one quarterback for the twenty twenty season. I have nothing to add. That was just that was very eloquently put. I, I have nothing to add. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, hands down, and I don't think anybody would disagree with you. If if Lamar Jackson can work on his accurate throwing, then we can have a discussion about that. But until we see a drastic don't game, don't give me don't of... give me hope like that. Don't don't okay. say that. Stop. Yeah. Don't say Sorry. that. Sorry. Sorry. I'll say that. You're, you're getting me all excited here. <laughs> well, uh, that's all we have for you today with the uh, quarterback segment. We'll get back to you right now with the uh, wide receiver segment. Oh, sorry, the sorry, not wide receiver, the running back segment. You can't hold nothing from me. 